Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 70, The Body Snatcher, Three Skeptics, Ego Incoming, and Ascension Descending. Well, everyone, you're in for a very interesting episode because for the first time ever, you have three skeptics. That's right. Lisa, Brian, and myself were three skeptics of the guest we had planned on. Unfortunately, the guest, 20 minutes into the interview, did not feel comfortable uh, continuing. You're going to find out why on this episode. Uh, But for the reason that this guest would not stay on the show, we are not going to air the brief 20 minutes that we did have because it would not be fair to her. And we don't want to... um, We don't want to say who she is without her being here to defend herself. However, we are going to talk about what happened on that episode and why, what brought, what feelings it brought up for us. And also it touches on some very important topics that we come across in the spiritual journey. So we're going to talk about ascension descending and how that happened on the show. We're going to talk about that good old friend, our ego incoming. And uh, of course you have three skeptics here, but finally, After so long, I'm going to share with you my body snatcher story, and it has to do with twin flames going awry. Uh, It's an interesting story. It took me a long time to feel comfortable with it, and I know Michael probably wishes he was on this episode because he brought this one up, I think, almost within the first couple of episodes that we've ever aired, and uh, I finally get to share it with you because it was so timely. Uh, so let, without further ado, let's jump into the episode and find out what your three skeptics had to say today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Enlighten Up. I'm here with Lisa and Brian and we have a strange a show, a strange show. Uh, things definitely got interesting today and we had to um, be quick on our feet. We had to... <gasps> We had to, uh, well. We had a weird, crappy guest. We had guests gone <laughs> rogue. Guests gone wild. Wild. Yeah. Guests gone yeah, wild. Yeah, we had a guest. We had a guest um, slotted to come on the show, and um, things didn't go so well. <laughs> and this is a first for us. And we, um, unfortunately, to this guest's request, will not be able to air. Uh, the recording that we did have. It was very short. It was only 20 minutes long. When we realized that... Uh, she was closed-minded. Well, yeah, she really was. And it's a very rare day when Lisa, Brian, and myself do not agree with what the guest is telling us. We had three skeptics on the show today. We did. We had three skeptics. And unfortunately, this guest did not know how to handle three skeptics asking questions to what she was saying. All of our answers were never answered. Or sorry, all of our questions were never answered. And um, when we kept trying to clarify, it didn't go so well. It just unraveled. She didn't like it. Yes, it unraveled very quickly. Uh, Lisa, I'm really sad we can't air it because lisa's warrior spirit came out and she like got aggressive which that never happens (laughs) we might be able to salvage some clips yeah maybe maybe i'll throw them in towards the end you you we can we can play some of our clips since we record ourselves all separately on different tracks um and i just won't include the guest um but because the guest uh cannot be here to defend themselves we won't be saying who this guest was and uh why don't we just let you guys hear what happened as soon as we all hung up that was absurd yeah i just want to keep recording because <laughs> okay but that so... was just absurd that i'm at a level that you're not and and no there's only one truth but she can't even define what truth is but truth is not love. Truth is not. But it's a tree. <laughs> and by the way, that was Lisa laughing. 
Yeah, I during know. the during the intro, you should have seen Brian's face when you got to a nothing. certain part describing her. You he made know. this. Roll. You guys gotta know. I can hear you I'm laughing. Like, I was just sitting here, and all of a sudden, Lisa <laughs> just started laughing because it was unbelievable. Your I face. Was, oh, I it don't was your blame face me. That made me laugh. Boy, I didn't do. I was just sitting here. It was totally your face. Now, a lot of times, I make faces you and made roll a my. Face. I didn't do anything. You just started laughing because of the absurdity of it. No. I didn't think it was absurd that she saw a ship and all that. I don't. No, what, I don't think that it was absurd. It's just, I understand how it would come across to someone who's not used to hearing about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was just um, your face. It was cute. I I was. I mean, sorry if I kind of went angry. after her. <laughs> I what? could tell you. I could tell you were annoyed. Well, because um, she wouldn't ever say what the truth was. No, I know. She and she was contradicting herself, and right. she was talking in circles. So I'm. She like, says she knows the truth. I'm ascended and I know the truth. Well, what is it? It made no sense at all. I, um, and I, I had a feeling this was how it was going to go. Oh, really? I should have listened to my gut when I had my interview with her. I just had this, uh, I just had this, I mean, you you told me that you felt there was a lot of ego there with her. I mean, clearly she came on the show to say, this is the truth. Nobody interrupt me. I'm just going to tell you what's real. And then I'm going to get off the show and we'll be done. Yeah. And and I don't feel like, you know, and I have no problem with um, her sharing what it is that she believes is the truth, you know, like whatever it is that she believes. But, you know, here on our show, we definitely like to challenge ideas. And I mean, that's what Brian's job is. It just turned out that all three of us were challenging or we've never been in that situation before where all three of us did not feel aligned with what was being said. And I think that was, I just, just everything she was saying just didn't feel right to me. And well, I, I think, I think Lisa, you know, when, when she said you're not open-minded, I, I, I think that really captures it. I think most is she wasn't willing to have a conversation. She wasn't yeah. willing to, if, if she is an instructor and has sent, you know, the, the way you teach other people is to let this sort of, you know, dialogue happen and okay, help me understand your point of view. And well, this is how I see it. And she, no, this, no, I'm. She couldn't even discuss her, her point of view or stance. It's just like, I am a God and I know everything. And this is what I say is truth but I don't have to really explain it to you. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What are you, the Vatican? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like how it felt like, you know, we're just supposed to believe you because you say it so. And I don't believe anyone should believe that. And that goes for anything that we say on the show, any of our guests say, like if it doesn't resonate with you, then you shouldn't be listening to it. And I'm glad that ended faster than it you know, could have <laughs> because I really didn't want to listen to much more of the energy was really um, stifling. It was like, very from the very beginning. I was like, okay, maybe we'll get on a roll here. And then you could just tell she, she felt really closed off to me. Yeah. You have to leave your, you, and I'm talking to, to you, Nicole, your heavy sigh in. <laughs> Because it was great when she said something. Yeah, you just heard this. Oh. Well, you wouldn't let me finish speaking. I she kept in trying to overpower me. Oh yeah, me, she you know? yeah like, she was. I just I kept like talking. That. She did that you know, to me, and I just kept I talking. I know, I know, and you know, you know, we've we've interrupted guests here and there on a show only because sometimes we have to get our point in because the conversation can go somewhere else, and we miss our opportunity to get our point in. Or well, and sometimes they don't something. get it. Sometimes they don't understand that they need to take. And you and I remember there was a couple of times where you described it to them, and you know, take a break, and you know, let us let us interject. And but this was completely different. Yeah, this was this was unlike we've experienced yet on the show. Like this is not. Woohoo! We had a first. <laughs> I know we had a first. We had a first. Wow. Well, you know what? Three this skeptics. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this show the three skeptics you know um yeah i okay so if anyone resonates with her then keep listening to her you know like by all means um 
there's people who do not resonate with us and won't listen to us. And that's cool. You know, like I don't take it personally or anything like that, but let's, let's talk well, about well, the yeah, ascension. Let's talk, let's talk about the journey and I what is the, truth. The and... idea is incredibly valid. I mean, you know, she had an opportunity to come on as a teacher, you know, I mean, you, you compared, and that was my, you know, the, the, the question that I was bringing to the table today when I knew she was about Ascension, because I, I think like Lisa, like Lisa said, you know, that's, we're all aware of the, the word when Jesus ascended. And I was curious if it was the same thing, but at his core, he was a teacher. And if you are the first to ascend, and if you are a powerful master and you know the truth, it should be your obligation to share that message and to 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 teach it. I mean, just compare what we all have on our mind about the Jesus we were taught about with what she just tried to do. And that's not she she would not get to wear the bracelet WWJD. <laughs> what would Jesus do? <laughs> uh, yeah. we've, we've talked about it, I'm sure, numerous times on the show, just about you know ascension and awakening, the spiritual path, and how it is about your own truth. And and I would have to agree with we are all getting to one truth, and there is a lot of programming that is keeping us from seeing things and. You know, I agree with all that, but I mean, I honestly believe that that one truth is love and that one truth is wholeness and oneness. And that's the most purest form without ego, without fear, you know, without anything opposite of love. It's just, that's what we're getting to. But our truth has to be our own on that journey, you know, and we talk about that all the time on the show. Like, Brian's truth obviously is different than, than mine, mm-hmm. but through his own truth, he's going to the same place, you know? Yeah, it's, that's the whole thing. And it's like, you know, and that's why I feel like it's all about reestablishing connection with, um, source energy, creator, God, you know, whatever it is that you want to call it, identify it as that, you know, we understand that when we incarnate here, one of the biggest um, challenges and hurdles of coming to earth is that we absolve that connection completely. We've completely disconnected it. And it's all about finding our way back to it and reestablishing it, knowing that it's always been there. It's always there. It's just a matter of tuning in and reconnecting. And through that, you get that streamline of consciousness coming in, that connection to all uh <laughs> and i um i mean for it, it kind of blew my mind and i and i know i <laughs> was a little rowdy but um when she said you know i'm not the rapist i'm not you know but yeah you are like they're just a mirror image we've talked about that no in this form in this body maybe you wouldn't choose to do those things but there's something there that you have to forgive in yourself and in that other person to let go of those things that bind you here in 3D and be able to ascend. You have to know that you're one and you have to know that there's a piece and a part of you in that rapist and in that murderer, whether it just be in thoughts that you've had or anything that you somehow see yourself in that person or they wouldn't be visible in this reality to you. Yeah. I, I mean, you, if we're all connected and we all have, if we're all part of this raising of the collective, you know, the collective consciousness and we're all, um, some of us perhaps aren't rising in consciousness. We were staying the same. We're still sleeping or we're just not aware or we're just, you know, people are blissfully happy with life as it is. No judgment whatsoever. Let's just, that's just where you're at. (laughs) and um but you know everything has an influence on the other it's called cause and effect and as one of us begins to raise our consciousness it 
has an impact or an influence on the on the collective. So to think that you're not part of that or that we're not all connected, that we're not all part of this part of one. If we all come from creator, then we all are have the creator within us, which means we are all part of each other. I just don't understand how that's not obvious. Ego. <laughs> yes, that's one of the blocks that happens. Well, but it's but so you know, it's so interesting because I I mean that's that idea. I mean, obviously we all know what having an ego is. But when you guys talk about, you know, ego, I think it's it's a little bit, you know, different connotation when we're talking about the the ego getting in our way. Um, it's not just about having an ego and to, to hear the words that, that she was using. I mean, that was, it was me. I'm special. You know, I'm the only one. I'm one of few. There's nobody else like me. You can't understand because I'm basically ahead of you. Yeah. That's ego. ego. Yeah. There was a lot of ego, but this happens a lot. This is actually, this is great, you know, because we talked about this, I think on earlier episodes that within the spiritual community, there are, there can be teachers who sometimes get blocked by their own ego. Um, And it comes from, Oh, it can come from a various, I, I don't want to pretend to know what it it's can only come from. I think there are various things that it can stem from, but I think, you know, sometimes it's just, you get in your own head and clearly from what I'm perceive what I'm perceiving is that maybe she's disconnected from, from the collective of what's really going on and perceiving things in her own way. Like, which is totally understandable. It, it, it's not different from anyone else. I think we all perceive things in the way we want to perceive them. But all I know is that I was not aligning with anything she was saying. No, neither was I. And I was, you know, I feel like first she felt like she was really special. And, you know, when I asked her, why do you think that's so, you know, is it your vibration? It's like, oh yes, because I'm vibrating at a much higher level basically than everybody else. And, I found that to be really interesting because, you know, I know uh, of people who like certain abilities or seeing UFOs, you know, or psychic ability or something, just hit them out of the blue. And they don't seem to be necessarily people that are vibrating at a high level. I think it's like when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, I don't believe that you need to be at a certain level of consciousness to be able to see something and that you're special. Because I believe that these are actually predetermined things that you've chosen for as part of your awakening or that some of us have um, certain abilities that we come in with. Some are more visual, some are more audience, like audio, some are more sentient, like you feel things. There's just like we all pick up on things in different ways and um, you know, she, she clearly had the, the visual one and she was clearly had that put into her timeline, uh, part of her awakening. But I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, to be honest. but I don't want to take anything away from what she's expressed as what she's seen. You know, that's her experience and she's the one who's experienced it. So I can't say anything about that. All I can say is that I didn't like the energy that came on the show. I didn't like the fact that she didn't want to have an open conversation with us, that she only wanted to speak and us listen mm-hmm. and that she was a teacher and we were just to listen. Uh, I found that very um, hierarchy, like, you know, like that hierarchy, like there was some sort of hierarchy, which is very egotistical. Uh, that we're not all on the same level. We're not all learning from one another. I believe we're all teachers and students. And it just didn't vibe with me. It just, it's really unfortunate too. It kind of makes me a little sad. Well, you know, but I think about it from the viewpoint like we have of everyone. She is exactly where she's supposed to be on her path for whatever reason, you know, and Mm -hmm. why she has turned to the ego and let the ego get a hold of her right now. You know, maybe she hasn't always been this way. It's hard to say, you know, what maybe her bright shining light, you know, caused some negative 
things to happen and steer in another direction. I don't know, but I'm sure she's right where she is supposed to be on this path, teaching Mm -hmm. us about whatever it is that we need to learn. Not teaching, telling. Telling, telling us. Yeah, that was the other thing, you know, like... It just goes against everything that I understand. Like, that's the one thing I don't like about our, our education system and that it's it's telling you how to think versus teaching you how to think for yourself. And her, um, her approach was don't think for yourself. Don't challenge me. Uh, I'm here to teach. You're dishonoring who I am. And I don't want to be here now. Yeah. And if there's, you know, I think we talked about this and I don't remember the episode number. I know it was like probably under 10 or something back in the beginning when we talked about spiritual frauds. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we spoke of was that if they're telling you, you know, what you should do or how you should think that should make your discernment light go off. (laughs) I I want to remember that now this is before I was you know, on, on, but I, but I know I remember the story that also took place in Florida. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just, you know, you, you connect, uh, there's two dots here and they blow. Okay. Do you guys want to know something really crazy? Michael was in Florida too. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) No, the person who originally told me, because I reached out to her over a year ago and she only got back to me like a month ago. Okay. And the only reason why I reached out to her because this other person wanted me to get a, get her on my other show that I was doing. That person was um, the one who. The other to, Floridian. No, no, not a Floridian, not a Floridian. Um, the person who tried to in Vade with the body the, snatcher, the body snatcher. Yeah, <laughs> we still, you know, we still haven't gotten you to really tell that story, Nicole. Sounds like a great opportunity. <laughs> oh. I want juicy details. God, I don't even have wine for this. <laughs> hit pause, we can hit pause, get some Go wine. Get some we'll wine. Right no, 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 no. It's, I mean, it's um, six o'clock where you are. It is. So I don't know. Let's I don't do even it. Know how to, I don't even know how to begin. I'll but start you off. No it names. It all started with twin flames. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> so, so this, this just really ties into the fact that our discernment is so important and There are people who will come into our lives to teach us many things. And sometimes they're teaching us things that we don't even realize they're teaching us. Like it's not what they think they're teaching us. It's something completely different. And um, this was the case for me in this experience that I had, which was quite traumatizing, to be quite honest. Um, I was traumatized by it, so. I, uh, we were like, I was new to the twin flame journey about six months in, just kind of trying to understand it. A friend of mine had really kind of started pushing articles of twin flames on, on me. And at first I wasn't really into the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't, doesn't, you know, whatever. And then I kind of really got into it, you know, kind of line and sinker. (laughs) I'm a romantic at heart. And so. Um, the whole idea of there being like a twin flame, just like, oh, it makes sense. You know, it's such an, a, a romantic ideology that anyone who's a romantic at heart totally falls for. And so um, I ended up connecting with someone who um, assisted in twin flames. And um, so... <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. So this person believed that their twin flame um, had passed on. Uh, They had a connection at um, an earlier point in this person's life. And he, um, 
him and I became friends. You know, I was interested in learning more about the whole twin flame journey and we would speak on the phone and um, just like a, uh, it was just a friendship, very casual friendship, nothing beyond that. Uh, And I was interested in someone else at the time who I believed was my twin flame. Very wrong. It was a, what do they call them? A false twin. And, um, and so after, after kind of realizing that this false twin was a false twin, I was um, with this man and another woman who was also a friend and spiritual teacher at the time. And we were hanging out and she decided to do some um, healing work on me and uh, do some um, some upgrades, I guess, energetic upgrades. And so her and I went, um, away from like, we went to like a more private area to, to do this. And as she was working on me, I felt the pressure of a hand over my heart and my eyes were closed the whole time I was lying on the ground. And I thought, Oh, she must've just placed her hand over my heart. And But then I heard her talking because she was using light language and it was, she was at my feet. So I was like, that's weird. I also, when I felt the hand come on to my chest, my first instinct was to grab it by the wrist. Almost like, what are you doing there? And, but I didn't because I didn't want to disrupt what she was doing. So I, I didn't, didn't um, do anything. And then, um, so I, you know, it's done and I opened my eyes and I said to her, I said, oh, I go, was your hand ever on my chest? And she was like, no, I go, oh, I really felt a hand on my chest. And she goes, oh, that's so interesting. You know, I felt, um, this other guy's energy, our friend here with us the whole time. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, and one of your guides showed up. And, um, so, oh no, no, sorry. She didn't tell me the guide showed up. Someone else did. So she just, um, she, you know, that happened and I felt kind of weird after it. It was really weird. And, um, so, oh God. <laughs> Deep breath. This is so weird. This it's is such a weird, weird experience. It's such a weird experience. But, but you're you're sharing something with with us, and you're teaching. You're not telling. I, I shared my ascension schizophrenia. You can share this. <laughs> so, um, I just felt weird about it, and then from then on, like I just had a weird feeling around this um, man. Give him and a name. Just give him a. Let's call him Mark. Okay. Okay, we'll call him Mark. So I had a, a really um, weird feeling around Mark. And, you know, I just didn't want to be around Mark anymore for some reason. Like, I just, I don't know what it was, but it just, I was getting just a weird vibe. And, um, you know, like, he then, <sighs> we're hanging out and he goes into the water, into the pool. And my girlfriend and I are sitting on the chairs, the lounge chairs, and she looks over at me and she says, you know, your. this is when I found out that the twin was a false twin. She goes, I don't think he's your twin. And she's like, I think that you and Mark have much more in common than you think. And I looked at her and I just, my whole, I don't, if there's any way to describe the feeling that came over my body, it was, oh my God, no. <laughs> it was just like, you've dropped the apocalyptic bomb of all sorts on my life. Like, no, not only are you telling me that the person I thought was my twin is no longer my twin, but the person who's kind of giving me bad vibes is, is my twin. Like I go, just wasn't, it wasn't lining up for me. And I was like, no, 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 no. She's like, Oh, don't worry. She goes, listen, she goes, you have total, um, what's it called? Uh, free will. You don't have to choose it if you don't want to. And it doesn't have to be like a romantic thing. And I'm like, but wait a second. I go, this person, Mark, 
believes that his twin is passed on and in the 5D and communicates with his twin frequently. And so I didn't understand, like nothing was making sense to me. Like my whole, like, I think I called you, Lisa, when I found out. And I was freaking out because I felt like my whole world was coming down on me. Like I didn't know left from right, up from down, inside from out. I didn't, I, I, I didn't even feel like I knew where I was anymore. Well, you were being led to believe something, you know, and I know you're telling this story kind of quickly, but this went on for maybe like, it seemed like a couple of months where first you really thought that you had this twin and then you found out he wasn't really your twin. He was false. And then during this time you had been really close to Mark and having nearly daily conversations as well as this other person who I'll call Susie. So Susie, you and Mark are all chummy and talking about this stuff all the time and talking about Mark's twin flame on a regular basis. He has breakfast with her every morning. I mean, he talks to her as if she's a real person living with him. Yeah. He's really into it. Yeah. So then when he started, you start, you met him in person for the first time after having this. So, okay. So we meet in person for the first time and he said to me, I've no, he didn't say this to me. I find this out from Susie that he's, that I look exactly like his twin. When she's alive. Yes. Or even how she looks now in three, in 5D because he could see her. Right. Oh, that's right. And, and so I thought, okay. And then I said, we were all sitting there on the lounge chairs after she, she just dropped this apocalyptic bomb on me. He comes out of the water, sits down beside us in the, in the lounge chair. And I look to Susie and I say, you know, I, for some reason, just keep having this name Sarah come up into my mind. And I don't know why I keep getting the name Sarah. And he looks over, he goes, oh my God. And he just starts chuckling. And so the both of us look over him and go, what's so funny? He's like, no. He goes, I just, oh, he goes, it's just interesting. And I said, what's so interesting? He's like, oh no, like it's okay. And I said, no, like tell us what I, now I got to know. Like what, what is so interesting about me seeing Sarah? He goes, oh, it's just that it's my favorite name. And I just got a really creepy, vibe. creepy <laughs> feeling. I can't, I, I don't mean any disrespect to, to him, but I just got a creepy feeling. I'm going to be very honest. And I just wanted to leave. I really just wanted to leave. So then, you know, gosh, I don't know if I've just repressed some of this. I don't mind. I'm having a hard time recalling. <laughs> the events in the order that they happened. I do know just from what you told me that you then had a conversation later with Susie and said to her, you know, this just does not feel right to me at all. Yeah. So I told her that I was feeling uncomfortable and I didn't want to really be talking to him anymore. And I, um, I just wasn't feeling comfortable with the whole relationship and I just wanted to put distance there. I felt like I needed to put up boundaries And him and I finally have a chat. We finally to clear the air, but also for me to be like, you know, I just think maybe we need to go our separate ways. But I wanted to give him a chance to like, to hear him out. He'd been emailing me, you know, because we had a decent friendship beforehand. Like it was very, it was, you know, um, quite like just, what do you call? um, It was simpatico. It was simpatico. It was kind of like online dating. And then when you met him in person, everything fell apart. Although it had nothing to do with dating. I know you <laughs> weren't dating, but I'm just like, you have this online relationship over the phone. And then when you met in person, it's like the energies just. Yeah, they did up. not. Yeah. So this person, we, so we end up having a phone call conversation and this person proceeds to tell me things that creep me out even further telling me that the hand that was on that I felt was his twin. And so I got to back up here a little bit. He told me that his twin, so this is where we talk about walk-ins. 
His twin was getting ready to walk into someone else's body so that they could be here together again. And so we have talked about walk-ins very briefly on the show, but basically if someone is ready to, they've completed their mission here on earth and they're ready to leave, um, sometimes souls don't want to go through the entire birthing and, and growing. They just want to come in at a certain point, like for their journey, they don't need to go through the whole childhood and birthing and all of that. And also for the person leaving, they feel like it would be so detrimental to their family, whether maybe they have kids or whatever it is of them passing away that a walk-in comes in instead so that the physical body is still there. And the person who walks in has the characteristics and memories, um, most of the memories of the person that's leaving and also bring in their own characteristics into the body as long with their vibration. So this is what they were planning on doing, that she was planning on, they had found a body, they had, she had been communicating with this person's soul. Like, this is where this just gets really ridiculous. Like, I mean, <laughs> even just me talking about it, I, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. So this person was planning on coming into a body, but it got... <laughs> the plans went sideways and there was a kibosh put on and she could no longer take over that body. The soul contract, whatever was null and it was not going through. What he led me to believe in this conversation was that her higher self was trying, was actually mine higher self and that she was trying to merge into my body. And I just was like, I, if, if I'm going to be quite frank, and if you've got kids listening to the show right now, earmuffs, like pause, don't let anyone hear this. But my reaction was like, get the fuck off of me, get everyone away from me. I told all my spirit guides, my angels, like, if I go, I want everyone just to back the fuck up because this is not happening. I am not leaving my body. No one's coming in here and taking over my body. I chose this body. I have a mission here. I have a life here. No one else is coming in here and disrupting it. And I got really aggressive with my guides and my angels. And I just said, everyone back the fuck up because this is not happening. And so I felt very violated. I felt like someone was trying to intercept or um, take over something that wasn't theirs to take over. And it just, I felt like it was spiritual rape. It felt like spiritual rape to me. And I just was like, I'm sorry. I said, I'm your twin flame is not my higher self. That much I know. He's like, tried to convince me in another way. And he's like, no, you're not seeing, you're, you're seeing, this is the thing she felt you trying to push her away. You're having a hard time receiving her. And I'm just like, yeah, because I don't want her taking over my body. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't happening. It was such a bizarre experience. And it just threw me, that is what threw me into such a deep tailspin of distrusting everything I had been hearing, everything I had felt to know true. Um, it just, I questioned every meditation I had. I questioned every message I had received. I just questioned everything and I didn't know what to believe anymore. And it completely shook my foundation that I had been growing. And, you know, Michael aptly called it body snatching. That was his term. <laughs> I wish he was on the show to, to, cause he was, I, was with him when this all happened. Well, like I was staying with him when this all happened. And um, yeah, that was just like a weird thing. And so this can happen where people try to convince you of something that completely feels wrong for you. You know, to your core, it's not true. And maybe, and here's, and here's what, you know, goes to speak of what we were just talking about. It probably felt very true for him and whatever reality he's living in, it's not mine, that's for sure, but whatever reality he's living in, it was his truth. He believed it so much, but it certainly wasn't my truth and I wasn't ready to accept it. And what I was later told was that I had by a friend that I do trust, um, that I had a guide come in and remove her hand from my chest and tell her to leave. 
So I call upon that guide now very often <laughs> um, in my meditations, but yeah, that happened. And that was a really weird, bizarre experience that totally took me into the twilight zone and made me question everything and actually made me want to step away from the whole twin flame journey altogether. And to be fair, and I don't, and I don't say this to just, uh, to take anything away from anyone who's on it, you know, like, please follow it, do whatever. But for me, I was like, I just, it's not a good place for me to go to in, um, you know, I just don't, I don't think it really matters. <laughs> well, I think I that you had to go through that for a reason. You know, you, you now are very careful when you get messages or other people tell you things like it really heightened your discernment muscle, which yeah. maybe you, that was something that you had to experience in order to keep you safe. You yeah, know? I, it was, well, it really opened my eyes to, um, not believing everything you hear, questioning everything, which is why what was, you know, it was so important for the show is if someone is just trying to tell you to believe what they're saying because it's true for them, but it doesn't feel true for you, you shouldn't be believing it. Right. And I don't like it when teachers, and I'm putting air quotes around that, come forward and have that sort of approach or attitude. I think it's very misleading and I think it's dis. It's disruptive, but at the same time, perhaps that's the role that needs to happen. Perhaps that is the role is that we have people like that to teach us discernment so that we do know and that they are playing their roles out in that way. And that's part of the whole journey, which again is why we're all connected. <laughs> right. And it's why on the show, we don't judge anybody. Like everybody's path is exactly where they need to be and whatever say brought to this show or made us think about is exactly where we needed to go and what we needed to hear. And we need people just like her to be able to bring those things to our awareness, just like we need, you know, you needed Mark in your life, you know, to maybe help you be more careful about listening to things that come your way. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, it's all perfect. And I truly believe that we all have our own truth. Yeah. I, I, I believe that too. I believe we all have our own truth um, and that that is constantly changing and that there are, I believe there are universal truths um, that govern uh, the laws of the universe. But, you know, you can only perceive what your consciousness is allowing you to perceive. It's like someone who is constantly in a state of fear will never truly be able to perceive love because they're constantly in a state of fear. And so they'll never perceive love in the way that someone who's in a state of love is. And so it doesn't mean that what that person's feeling isn't true. It's certainly true to them for wherever they are. But I just believe that it's, that's why I believe it's ever changing as we grow and expand our consciousness and grow and learn our lessons and, have open dialogue conversations with people to learn from one another. And maybe those conversations solidify your truth even further or it opens it up to new ideas. And it's like, it, to me, it's like leaving a space for people like, you know, that, that where they are right now is a perfectly perfect space for them to be in. Like we're not, mm -hmm judging it or trying to change it. Like, it's okay that you're there. I'm going to come meet you in that space. You know, it doesn't mean I'm going to make it my truth, but I'm not going to hold it against you. You know, yeah. you're, you're right where you need to be, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's, to me, that's getting to the one truth. That is being someone who is living out of love instead of out of fear and not needing everyone to think that the way you think, the way you think or agree with you that you're simply loving people where they are on their journey right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what an interesting <laughs> turn of events. <laughs> it was awesome. We've never had a show like that before. So Brian thoughts, advice, wisdom. I'm picturing this, uh, guy, 
in a speedo on the beach, <laughs> pot, pot belly, white linen shirt, balding, greasy hair, gold chain, really hairy, you know, chest and probably back. That's that's how I pictured Mark waiting, oh, trying to coax his his 5d girlfriend into your smoking hot beach body that's that's what i saw oh you know what you're not that far off (laughs) (laughs) you know michael and i um bless his heart he really should have been on this show for this one bless his heart um he got me through that with so much laughter like he broke that down into such a 3d explanation that really made me laugh that i which i needed to break the creepiness of it all um but like and here's the thing and this is the great thing this is the great thing about having friends who can ground you okay when sometimes you're going way too far to the other side and uh you're losing perspective on some things He just really grounded me and I needed to have some sense of a normal perspective on it. You know, like, uh, this isn't normal, Nicole. This isn't what normal people do. Like, this is not okay. And just to like hear that made me, uh, just clarified that I wasn't completely going crazy. No, you weren't the crazy one in that situation. <laughs> you, you're open to craziness. I'm open to craziness. You're open to bringing crazy into your life, but yes. <laughs> but you know, and I crazy. and I experience my own levels of crazy at times. I totally know that. But you know, in that moment where, like, you just, I literally, I was so ungrounded, so lost and so distrusting of anything that I knew to be true. So these things do happen. (laughs) Yep. They do. But we've left all that behind now. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're on to new adventures. We're on to new (laughs) new kinds of crazy now. No, no flames. No flames. No flames. No flaming. Um, Are you my twin flame baby? Yes. (laughs) So, Brian, what are your thoughts from this whole experience? Uh, Any any wisdom that comes through our skeptic on this whole thing, and any last final thoughts about it all? Well, I definitely want you to add my what I said earlier about the the guy with the speedo, Um, but. Gosh, I don't know how to tie it back into into ascension because it's still something that I don't fully, you know, I have this Sunday school mindset when I hear the word ascension. You know, I, I can't take that out of, uh, you know, who, who I am. And, and I'm looking at it through this lens of Jesus ascended. And, 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 and when you guys talk about this, it's still, it's still a struggle for me to, to compare myself to this, not, not compare myself. That's not the right word, but to think that I too can have this experience where I ascend and something happens and we don't know, we don't know what happens. Um, it's it's hard and listening to your story, you know, about, you know, a, a walk in or, you know, body snatchers. Um, it's, it's stuff that I am not equipped to <laughs> understand. And that's me being firmly rooted in, you know, how you guys describe me in, in 3d. Um, well, I, I don't think it's something that most people can wrap their head around. I think that's 
why I held off so long even talking about it. And really the only reason I'm talking about it is because we're kind of at a, a loss for what to do for this show since uh, <laughs> what happened with our guest. Our guest bailed. Yeah. So what is what would you say the difference between ascending and awakening is? Because I feel like those terms are interchanged often. Yeah, I think... I prefer awakening over ascension, to be quite honest, um, because ascending has this idea like you're going somewhere else, and that's not what ascension is from what I understand it to be now. Like people, when they talk about, oh, we're ascending to new earth, 5D, whatever it is, like it's just a vibration. It's just shifting vibrations. So you're going to you, ascending, I think is part of like moving into higher timelines, moving in, shifting your frequency towards more love and away from fear. Uh, it's about revealing truths as opposed to um, hiding them. That's what I feel like it's kind of about. And the awakening process is all about just creating more awareness of self and what that truth is for yourself. They sound almost the same. Yeah, I, th I, th I think that they are the same. It's just a matter of like words. But I feel like sometimes the word ascending can be misleading to some people, especially when they're kind of trying to figure it out for the first time. Um, yeah, because I when I first heard about it, that's what I thought, too. You know, I thought, oh, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this body. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, like if you think about Jesus and ascension, I mean, basically it is just what you had said before about, you know, shifting timelines or, you know, moving into a different dimension. You really didn't go anywhere, but maybe you're not visible to people at that lower vibration anymore. You've ascended into such a high frequency where to me, awakening is like the beginning of that process. It's the whole journey, the whole yeah. awakening. I mean, I would have to say that Jesus was already awake when he came. He was more descending. Like he had already ascended, really. He was just choosing to be at this vibration where we could see him to mm -hmm. bring his message yeah. and to let us all know that we can be there with him too. Um, but it's, there's no exact science behind any of this. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just the way that it was said or the way our guest said, like, this is truth. Like it just is. And I don't know what there is to back that up. You know, like, I think we can all speak from our own experiences and what resonates can feel like truth. And I think that's like, for, the, for what we're talking about, that's what a lot of us can only go on. There is some quantum science coming out, quantum physics to support a lot of things, which is great. Uh, but, you know, I think, Brian, you, you have this, um, you kind of take the standpoint a lot where like, but how do you know for sure, right? Like with certainty. And I felt like our guest took that stance without being able to tell us or answer any of our questions directly. Right. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard to have your own opinion if you can't base it on anything. And we weren't, we weren't given the chance to have an opinion about what she was saying because she wasn't really telling us anything. You know, she said, well, there's, there's one there's one truth. And we said, well, what is that truth? And she never said it. She just said, there's, there's just one truth. And, and then she, when Lisa tried to describe what that truth is, she says, no, you're wrong. It's not that. And then would not be able to directly say what it was. Right. She so said, I was being simplistic and I felt like, no, you are like, you're keep, you're being just vague. Yeah. Yeah, there was no definitive answer coming forth. Everything, and like you said, like I, she was contradicting what she was saying. So, you know, this is a first for us at Enlighten Up. We've never had a guest on before that um, hung up. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, she didn't hang up. It I was hoping she would. <laughs> we all decided that that was the best route to go. Um, she wasn't rude and hung up on us or anything like that. But, um, you know, it's very interesting because the feedback that we've gotten from all our guests is that they love the conversation flow of our show. Um they love the, the 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 skeptic part of it. They love that it's casual conversation, and every guest has told us they want to come back on. So, every guest but one. Every guest but one. <laughs> we now have ruined our perfect batting average. <laughs> you know, and and we've had so many guests, more than not, that like either Michael or. Brian haven't agreed with what they say. Mm-hmm. And we've never had a guest before have a problem with saying, you know, I remember Marina Jacoby, everyone was, you know, jumping all over her. And she was like, you know, you don't, you don't have to believe it. Like, I'm not necessarily telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying, this is my truth. My this truth, is what right. I believe in, you know, and, yeah. and respecting people enough to say, this is just an idea. This is an idea. This is what I believe right now. I mean, scientists that discover amazing things come out, you know, and it or or inventors that say, you know, this is this or something new, and and people say, yeah, I don't believe that. Well, that that's okay. You actually don't have to, you know. Yeah. Time or or when we had um, it. yeah, and when we had Jessica Alstrom on, yeah. and Michael was having a really difficult time believing what she was saying, and you know, he was getting um really kind of um just you know confrontational yeah confrontational and i thought she she, was great she was great she handled it she took it like a champ and she she was she handled it really great and you know i think that speaks to if you're really confident in what your truth is it doesn't matter if someone's going to challenge you you know that's going to happen day in and day out if you're not willing to accept those challenges then that speaks to me of closed-mindedness and that also speaks to weakness in your ability to um, to teach. It also speaks to me of not being ascended. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's my first thought is, well, you're not an open, loving person who's able to have other people's ideas be okay in the same space of your ideas. Like, that's not awakening and that's not ascending to me. Yeah. You have some work to do. Very interesting. Very interesting. So uh, to all our listeners, um, you know, this happens to all of us on the journey where we may be receiving information from someone who is considered a teacher within the community and it won't sit right with you. And you may have friends who really like it and, and, you know, that means it's true for them. But if it's not true for you, don't try to fit it into a box to make it true for you. Don't try to change the way you see things if it really doesn't resonate with you. Just walk away and um, move on from it and let it go. Let it be, which is what we kind of had to do on this show. So um, very interesting. Very interesting. So a little lesson in ascension, discernment and uh, body snatching. Yes. So for for all our listeners, um, this was definitely ascension that went sideways. So I don't... sideway ascension, <laughs> lateral body ascension. snatchers, and what was the other one? Guests gone bad. <laughs> Guests gone wild. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate it because it definitely gave us a topic to talk about. That's for sure. And uh, we haven't had one just the three of us in a while. Yeah, we haven't. We needed to do a show just the three of us i was thinking of that recently yeah so uh to all our listeners thanks for joining us this week and um check out our t-shirt store if you'd like to wear some fun spiritual wear uh there's some great t-shirts there with funny sayings and quotes plus the t-shirts are really good quality uh and i'm wearing mine right now and i actually love the way it fits and it's really soft you've worn it every day for the past four days 
No, I, well, maybe. <laughs> My higher you know self what? is smarter than your honor student. And every time I see Nicole, she has her karma one on. And I you were wearing it. and lighting the fuck up the other day. So they're they're actually really comfortable and they fit perfectly. They do. I actually, I need to get more because I really, I've not found a t-shirt that comfortable. And I'm not saying this because we want you guys to buy it. Like, I totally agree. I, I'd order more. I know. <laughs> You know, and really the only reason we put them out there is because we did have a few great sayings and, um, you know, it's fun to spread some spiritual humor everywhere we go. So, uh, and also guys, uh, for you guys listening, if you have any questions that you'd like us to ask on the show, if you have any show topic ideas, uh, guests that you'd like us to bring on, uh, then please send all that information into our email, info at enlightenup.us. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and ooh, ooh, Lisa is coming up to visit me in Canada. And we're going to be doing a special podcast up here in Canada with some some of my 5D peeps up here. And so we're looking to have a great show uh, upcoming soon. So stay tuned for that. All right, everyone, have a great week. And we'll be back with you next time.